0: Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Soul Bites, our podcast. Um, and today we've got an exciting guest all the way from Hong Kong, and we're going to be talking a bit about welcome to working in the metaverse, why you should give Web3 a try. And uh, also we're celebrating uh, International Women's Day. So I would like to take, well, I take great pleasure in welcoming Marissa Lam to our podcast today. Welcome, and uh, tell us, what's the vibe in Hong Kong right now?
1: Yes, thank you for having me, Emma. Um, so in Hong Kong on a sunny day, um, things have gone down kind of an interesting um, development. Uh, Hong Kong might be going down into a lockdown very soon, but I think everyone is very positive here, um, especially with, you know, in the metaverse world, nothing really stops. So everyone's just going through uh, and grinding through this time. So
0: there's no pandemic in the metaverse? No,
1: hopefully, so that everyone will would...
0: be on a hold down. So that would be one advantage. That's cool. Look, I thank you for joining us today. Um, We're going to talk a bit about marketing and communication, which is your area of specialty. In January, at the beginning of this year, I attended CES, so the Consumer Electronics Show, and listened to a whole bunch of geeks talking about the metaverse. And they all kind of agreed that we're really just at the beginning of understanding what the metaverse is and what it's going to be able to do for us. So really could you explain to us and you are working with Olivex so tell me what's your journey been with the metaverse so far and what have you learned?
1: Sure um I think before I dive into my journey I probably should just establish here what metaverse actually means to me because this buzzword's been used like in every headlines and honestly um when I first joined this industry um I you know try to be very smart in terms of how I describe metaverse to my friends and you know, all the buzzword you can think of I've used, like I use, oh, is the use of AR, is an immersive experience, um, a lot of fancy terms. And it ended up with everyone being more confused than ever. Um, So it took me a few months to actually get into graphs of what Metaverse is. Um, I am a big fan of different podcasts and videos. Um, And actually I came across two explanations from uh, a video interview as well as podcasts where everything literally just clicked. And um, one was actually from uh, Robbie, who is the CEO of Animoca, um, he described the metaphors in a very simple sentence, he said, it's a shared digital space for three key essential parts of our life, which includes entertainment, education and work. Now that is a very simple English sentence that I can deal with and, and, and make sense of that. So that definitely made me understand, okay, it's nothing new. Um, and he actually, in fact, had said Metaverse is actually an um, evolutionary process, um, but it's just a matter of bringing everything that we can do in the physical world to, to the digital world. So that definitely was a very good point. Second was actually from uh, Kathy Hackles, who's known as the godmother of blockchain. Um, I don't know her in person, but I'm a fan of her, you know, her speech. Um, she said, so what is the Metaverse? Um, imagine us being on a bullet train. Um, you don't know what the stops are. You don't know what the names of the stops are even. You don't know what you see, but the destination is called Metaverse. And then that really makes sense because no wonder why no one could actually come up with a, you know, with a definition of Metaverse because honestly, no one knows. But we just know what are the building blocks to it. Um, Sorry that it took me a while to kind of just describe what metaphors is, but I guess going back to how I started this journey, um, there was three reasons why I made a career move, but then there are also three reasons why I, you know, I think this field or uh, this industry is really something that I, you know, I want to get crack on and then here to stay. Um, I everything started out of curiosity. Um, I've been my, you know, in my marketing communication job for ten years in an agency world. And every day I'm sitting there thinking, you know, is this it? Like, there has to be more to, to life, to work. Then I started to see, look around in terms of what industries are like. Um, nothing really clicked um, until this opportunity kind of landed in, 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 uh, in on my plate um, called Web3. Um, I've always done tech PR, so I know what cloud and big data is. But Web3 is a completely new world, um, and you have to learn so much more. So I, everything started out of curiosity, and I think, you know, this is just something that I have to jump onto and, and learn. And this is still the spirit now, because if you try to read anything, if you, let's say, look at what Ethereum is, or if you look at what the different tokens are in an article, you probably come up with 10 words that you don't understand. And that then gets you open up 10 different tabs on your on your browser thinking, OK, I better finish these before I go into the next article. And I tell you that list is never ending because there's just so much that you can learn. Um, so that's just one point, curiosity second is um I was always I was desperate to learn because um again if you've been in a situation where you feel like you've been in plateau you haven't done much you know is this it there's just this really hungry desire to to want to know more about this world and different technologies and that's really what got me into here um and you kind of want to know what's the future and and you know what's the opportunity in the next 10 years? And you really do see it. Um, And I don't believe it's just a buzzword. So, um, uh, but in the learning process, um, for anyone who wants to try, um, you really have to make sure that you go through the journey yourself. Like you can't be talking about get some tokens, you know, try this game without actually downloading the game on your app or without going to, you know, an app store to look at, you know, what blockchain games are out there. So a lot of the learnings are on the job. Uh, and there's nothing better to do actually getting yourself in the field. Um, and the last one that I have is um, very generic one, but it's to be out of one's comfort zone. Um, again, I feel like I'm I'm that kind of person. If you put me in a space for too long, I just I struggle, um, and I have to just get out of my box. So I um, just want to be uh, out of my comfort zone. And
0: being in Web three is nothing but out of your comfort zone look thank you for those very generous and vulnerable comments and it's clear that this is why you're so good at what you do and I think this is the whole time now is that we're all learning and 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 it really helps to be in that in that fervor right my second question for you is your job in marketing and communication is to tell stories uh, to take us on a journey if you like and you've already sort of referenced these already, but you've got two massive jobs right now. One is that you actually have to educate the market because at the moment people, there's the early adopters and they jump in and they start buying the apps and trying Bitcoin and all the rest of it. Then you've got the others and that divide, they start getting the fear factor. I don't understand it, therefore I don't buy into it. and The gap gets quite big. So you've kind of got to educate. Then part of your job, I presume, is to get People to follow you into this new world. So, how do you go about doing those two things right now?
1: Yeah, very interesting. Um, I guess for this question, um, I will skip the lot who are already in crypto because they've known enough, and I probably can't do any more in educating them than they do themselves. Um, but and actually, on the word of educating, I feel like, as you rightly pointed out, it's more about letting them be part of the journey so that they can relate, so that they know. What's in their real life and what they've been doing is actually relevant or can be replicated online. Um, I think that's a very important part when you're looking at how to remove the fear factor, because if you keep telling them this is new, you know, we're transforming your life, that is going to throw a lot of people off. Um, and I, and honestly, from my opinion, I feel like blockchain technology, yes, in some sense, is injecting new elements to how you can interact online, but it is not here to replace anything. Um, and and I feel, you know, a lot of the industry peers should really try to just bring everything back to to this to this center point. um, um the fact that we're not trying to change anything. Um, now, um, I am always someone who is very curious. Um, so I ask a lot of questions um, and I think I've bugged my teammates enough. Um, whether they're on the deaf team or creative team or, you know, operations team, um, I've just wanted to make sure I understand the concept and the very root of it, because I feel like currently there's just too many classes. Um, and in order to help me communicate and tell that right story, you really just have to got to understand the basics, but you have to get your basics right. Um, so that's kind of my, my tips and tricks in how, making sure that I am fully educated before I can then go out and tell a good story. Um, And then uh, the second part is, you know, come with us. Um, As I mentioned, I feel like removing the fear factors, basically reminding them how this is very much relevant to your everyday life. Um, For example, you know, um, our company is doing an audio um, fitness game. Drop the word blockchain, drop the word move to earn honestly like if you get people hooked to your game that part is just going to come and this is not just to us it's to all types of blockchain experience um let the people dive into you know this immersive world let them know how it feels like and how relevant it is to their daily life then you add in actually you know what we've got this tokens that you know as part of our ecosystem you can earn you can you can trade etc etc those are new features to them which then can come later but make them understand your experience make them understand your mission and why you're here, um, I think that's much more important than going on blockchain 101 right from the beginning.
0: I love how you're simplifying this. It's an extension, it's an evolution of what we know now to a world that will have more sensory around it and do what you love, do what makes sense, and we will build around it, which I absolutely love. And we know some of the big brands are doing a lot of cross-pollinating between worlds. You do this in here and then you go out here. And and I know fashion and retail is a great example. I do some stuff in here and then I go and I pick the handbag up out there and then I come back in and I meet so-and-so here and then we go there. And I think it's this this infinity, if you like, of sort of shifting in and out. We're already experiencing it now to some degree, aren't we? It's just... yeah
1: yeah and in traditional marketing we always talk about online offline um and the world of metaphors I don't think we should be fearful of adding the offline component because if you want to build a community you do need that offline where people can gather where they can meet and that's some access exclusive access that people do want um so I don't think you know just because we're In the metaphors, we have to think all digital. I feel like it's completely fine where even, you know, when when fashion brands do merchandises, those are offline, like they're sending you the goodie packs. Um, It's completely fine, I would say.
0: Right. Now, the Metaverse utilizes the next iteration of the internet or Web 3. So what does this bring? Look, it brings more connectivity. So we've got 5G and beyond. We've got more immersion as the realities, the AR and the VR, you know, the Ready Player One and the Pokemon and and all of these experiences start to come in. It's also a place where some people are hanging out and one would argue perhaps the audience that hasn't found fitness in the real world. So it has a broader audience, a different audience, an audience that's motivated by different things. Therefore, speaking to this uh, audience, you know, your job is to... Um, Is an extension of marketing like you have to find a way to talk to this crowd right which might be a little bit different to us here in the real world doing things that we've always done that's worked for some of us but maybe only 20% of the world are listening to us out here in this way humans generally don't like change So what advice would you have for businesses and marketers looking to represent themselves, I guess, in the metaverse, which at this point, I think is going to be unavoidable. It's just a matter of when and how you show up.
1: Which I completely agree. Um, And I think um, speaking from experience, because I would say I come on, that you know, I I don't come with experience into Web three um, with the knowledge. But I guess one thing is um, you don't have to be the smartest in the room and you don't have to be smartest in this field because you would never be. Um, But you just have to try. Um, A lot of things goes back to whether you're willing to do a test and error. So what I mean by that is um, get yourself a wallet, uh, you know, as a marketer, you really do just have to be in your consumer's feet to understand and be able to, you know, tell the story. I I always go back to this first principle in terms of my my journey. Um, get yourself a wallet. If you don't have MetaMask, you are pretty behind in terms of the trend. If you do, you know, if you're someone who's looking to expand, but you're not too late. Um, get yourself a wallet, buy some cryptos, and I tell you, buying cryptos t- needs a lot of courage, and you need to go through that in order to understand. Why are consumers in general so scared for the term? Um, you have to go through that and understand it. Um, swap some tokens. I would say dip your feet in getting some affordable NFTs. Now, obviously, the NFT world or the markets have gone slightly crazy in the past few months. I'm not telling you to kind of throw in your month's salary to just get into a club or, or community where, you know, you think it's a hype. No, there, there are a lot of affordable NFTs out there. Join some discords. Um, and know how to get on a white list so that you have to fight for your spot. From there, you reverse engineer how you think what worked and what didn't, then how you think you should launch or look at, you know, a company's NFT plan. Um, I honestly don't think it's rocket science, but you have to see enough to know what works and what doesn't. So that's tip one. Like, you just have to try. Give it a try. Um Second is, um, don't wait till you think you know everything before you start, because I feel like a lot of companies, obviously, they don't, you know, they're sitting on the fence, um, not wanting to um, throw in a lot of investment in the metaverse world, I, which I think is completely fair. But don't think you have to know enough or you have to, um, you know, oh, uh, the team here, team of five, we have to all understand blockchain before we can, you know, we should enter. No, that's way too late by the time you, you learn it. And again, you'll never learn enough. Um, speak to people because in this com- in this Web3 world I'm not sure I probably you you, you can resonate Emma um, I think everyone is so friendly and they're just so willing to talk like I had multiple coffee chats now obviously being virtual, that I don't know this person but they were so willing to just jump on a call because we're in this field um, and then they, and they appreciate and recognize the efforts they would give you all the insights they have they would tell you some of you know their learnings and those are much much more valuable than you watching a youtube videos online yourself so go speak to the people that you know already started or even call email them a linkedin message them any means as you know if if the desire to try is that hard you would find those people that you need and talk to them so um that's the second one um, last is open yourself to all types of resources, and and that's very similar to you know speaking to people. And and the reason why I say this, people sometimes feel very um, confined by where they can learn. You don't have to join these like you know thousands of dollars of webinars or workshops just so that you can learn blockchain. Let's uh, just you know, make use of the internet. Um, there's just you would never stop. Try go on Twitter one night, and that is a really really bad rabbit hole Um, that to go down and realize there's so much thing that you need to learn and
0: and read up. Look, you bring some uh, incredible points in this. Um, What I've loved about your answers is engage. What you're saying is, you know, I love this. You don't have to be the smartest in the room. No one knows everything. There's always going to be more. So just engage, try, feel it and your point around the community we hear over and over again in these webinars and podcasts and that is so many people are finding it allows them to get over the intimidation factor which is fascinating because it's the very thing that technology gets uh, a bad name for is that oh you're never going to build a community it's you're going to go into ready player one and you're never going to come out again and you're going to stop living and all of these things but there's so many examples and of course we have to take everything with a grain of salt we can do too much of anything but we can do that in the real world as well it's like Get in there, make friends, learn and try. I've just absolutely loved your loved your answers because you've worked your way in there and it's through curiosity and um and just trying stuff and and meeting people. Look, I thank you very much for your incredible golden nuggets. I think you've just shared so much wonderful advice with us. What about for Marissa herself? What sets your on fire, your soul on fire? And we ask all our people this question.
1: Yeah. And I think it's just the fact that I believe I can be better. Um, I don't know what better is. Actually, no, I don't know what that better version of me is, but I know I can be better. And that's why, you know, I've always been, I've always played in competitive team sports and that really got me learning in terms of, you know, resilience and you really, you know, game by game, you know, day by day. Um, You just know tomorrow's going to be a better day and you just have to make sure that today you use all that you can to, Um, equip yourself, learn, learn whatever is needed, uh, polish up your skills. And that really is just what gets me up in the morning to know that actually, you know what, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be a better
0: Marissa. So that, that, that's really what, you know, set my soul on fire. What a great way. That's a mic drop moment. Thank you so much for joining us in this webinar. You have just revealed so many wonderful things that I'm sure our listeners are really going to appreciate. Happy International Women's Day. Thank you for the work that you do. And Olive X, we are following very closely. We love your brand and think you're just doing tremendous stuff and really helping demystify the space for for our segment. So thank you. And I hope you don't go into lockdown, but I know if you do, you'll do it with grace and you will do it with curiosity and come out an even better Marissa, thank you so much.
1: Pleasure, thank you so much, Emma.